This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. Want to encounter scripture in a fresh and beautiful new way? Keep listening to learn about a New Testament in English by Native North Americans for Native North Americans and all English-speaking peoples. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth Table. Your word is truth, your word is life. Presented by Innervar City Press. Your word is truth, your word is life. A daily audio Bible podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament Reading Leviticus 4 Sin Offering Regulations Then the Lord spoke to Moses, Tell the Israelites, when a person sins by straying unintentionally from any of the Lord's commandments, which must not be violated, and violates any one of them. For the priest. If the high priest sins so that the people are guilty, on account of the sin he has committed, he must present a flawless young bull to the Lord for a sin offering. He must bring the bull to the entrance of the meeting tent before the Lord, lay his hand on the head of the bull, and slaughter the bull before the Lord. Then that high priest must take some of the blood of the bull and bring it to the meeting tent. The priest must dip his finger in the blood and sprinkle some of it seven times before the Lord towards the front of the special curtain of the sanctuary. The priest must put some of the blood on the horns of the altar of fragrant incense, that is, before the Lord in the meeting tent. And all the rest of the bull's blood must he pour out at the base of the altar of burnt offering, that is, at the entrance of the meeting tent. Then he must take up all the fat from the sin offering bowl, the fat covering the entrails and all the fat surrounding the entrails, the two kidneys with the fat on the sinews and the protruding lobe on the liver, which he is to remove along with the kidneys, just as it is taken from the ox of the peace offering, sacrifice, and the priest must offer them up in smoke on the altar of burnt offering. But the hide of the bull... All of its flesh, along with its head and its legs, its entrails, and its dung, all the rest of the bull, he must bring outside the camp to a ceremonially clean place, to the fatty ash pile, and he must burn it on a wood fire. It must be burned on the fatty ash pile for the whole congregation. If the whole congregation of Israel strays unintentionally 
and the matter is not noticed by the assembly, and they violate one of the Lord's commandments, which must not be violated, so they become guilty. The assembly must present a young bull for a sin offering when the sin they have committed becomes known. They must bring it before the meeting tent. The elders of the congregation must lay their hands on the head of the bull before the Lord, and someone must slaughter the bull before the Lord. Then the high priest must bring some of the blood of the bull to the meeting tent, and that priest must dip his finger in the blood and sprinkle some of the blood seven times before the Lord towards the front of the curtain. He must put some of the blood on the horns of the altar, which is before the Lord in the meeting tent, and all the rest of the blood he must pour out at the base of the altar of burnt offering, that is at the entrance of the meeting tent. Then the priest must take all its fat and offer the fat up in smoke on the altar. He must do with the rest of the bull just as he did with the bull of the sin offering. This is what he must do with it. So the priests will make atonement on their behalf, and they will be forgiven. He must bring the rest of the bull outside of the camp and burn it just as he burned the first bull. It is the sin offering of the assembly for the leader. Whenever a leader, by straying unintentionally, sins and violates one of the commandments of the Lord, his God, which must not be violated, and he pleads guilty, or his sin that he committed is made known to him, he must bring a flawless male goat as his offering. He must lay his hand on the head of the male goat and slaughter it in the place where the burnt offering is slaughtered before the Lord. It is a sin offering. Then the priest must take some of the blood of the sin offering with his finger and put it on the horns of the altar of burnt offering, and he must pour out the rest of its blood at the base of the altar of burnt offering. Then the priest must offer all of its fat up in smoke on the altar, like the fat of the peace offering sacrifice. So the priest will make atonement on his behalf for his sin, and he will be forgiven for the common person. If an ordinary individual sins by straying unintentionally when he violates one of the Lord's commandments, which must not be violated, and he pleads guilty, or his sin that he committed is made known to him, he must bring a flawless female goat as his offering for the sin that he committed. He must lay his hand on the head of the sin offering and slaughter the sin offering in the place where the burnt offering is slaughtered. Then the priest must take some of its blood with his finger and put it on the horns of the altar of burnt offering. And he must pour out all the rest of its blood at the base of the altar. Then he must remove all of its fat, just as fat was removed from the peace offering sacrifice. And the priest must offer it up in smoke on the altar for a soothing aroma to the Lord. So the priest will make atonement on his behalf, and he will be forgiven. But if he brings a sheep as his offering, for a sin offering, he must bring a flawless female. He must lay his hand on the head of the sin offering and slaughter it for a sin offering in the place where the burnt offering is slaughtered. Then the priest must take some of the blood of the sin offering with his finger and put it on the horns of the altar of burnt offering. And he must pour out all the rest of its blood at the base of the altar. Then the one who brought the offering must remove all its fat, just as the fat of the sheep is removed 
from the peace offering sacrifice, and the priest must offer them up in smoke on the altar, on top of the other gifts for the Lord. So the priest will make atonement on his behalf for his sin which he has committed, and he will be forgiven. Leviticus chapter 11, Clean and Unclean Land Creatures The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying to them, Tell the Israelites, This is the kind of creature you may eat from among all the animals that are on the land. You may eat any among the animals that has a divided hoof. The hooves are completely split in two, and that also chews the cud. However, you must not eat those from among those that chew the cud and have divided hooves. The animal is unclean to you because it chews the cud, even though its hoof is not divided. The rock badger is unclean to you because it chews the cud, even though its hoof is not divided. The hare is unclean to you because it chews the cud, even though its hoof is not divided. The pig is unclean to you because its hoof is divided. The hoof is completely split in two, even though it does not chew the cud. You must not eat from their meat, and you must not touch their carcasses. They are unclean to you. Clean and unclean water creatures. These you can eat from all creatures that are in the water. Any creatures in the water that have both fins and scales, whether in the seas or in the streams, you may eat. But any creatures that do not have both fins and scales, whether in the seas or in the streams, from all the swarming things of the water, and from all the living creatures that are in the water, are detestable to you. Since they are detestable to you, you must not eat their meat and their carcass you must detest. Any creature in the water that does not have both fins and scales is detestable to you. Clean and unclean birds. These you are to detest from among the birds. They must not be eaten, because they are detestable. The griffin vulture, the bearded vulture, the black vulture, the kite, the buzzard of any kind, every kind of crow, the eagle owl, the short-eared owl, the long-eared owl, the hawk of any kind, the little owl, the cormorant, the screech owl, the white owl, the scops owl, the osprey, the stork, the heron of any kind, the hoopoe, and the bat, clean and unclean insects. Every winged swarming thing that walks on all fours is detestable to you. However, this you may eat from all the winged swarming things that walks on all fours, which have jointed legs to hop with on the land. These you may eat from them, the locusts of any kind, the bald locusts of any kind, the cricket of any kind, the grasshopper of any kind. But any other winged swarming thing that has four legs is detestable to you. Carcass uncleanness. By these you defile yourselves. Anyone who touches their carcass will be unclean until the evening. And anyone who carries their carcass must wash his clothes and will be unclean until the evening. Inedible land quadrupeds. All animals that divide the hoof, but it is not completely split in two, and do not chew the cud, are unclean to you. Anyone who touches them becomes unclean. All that walk on their paws among all the creatures that walk on all fours are unclean to you. Anyone who touches their carcass will be unclean until the evening. And the one who carries their carcass must wash his clothes and be unclean until the evening. 
they are unclean to you. Creatures that swarm on the land. Now this is what is unclean to you among the swarming things that swarm on the land. The rat, the mouse, the large lizard of any kind. The Mediterranean gecko, the spotted lizard, the wall gecko, the skink, and the chameleon. These are the ones that are unclean to you among all the swarming things. Anyone who touches these creatures when they die will be unclean until evening. Also, anything they fall on when they die will become unclean. Any wood vessel or garment or article of leather or sackcloth. Any such vessel with which work is done must be immersed in water and will be unclean until the evening. Then it will become clean. As for any clay vessel they fall into, everything in it will become unclean and you must break it. Any food that may be eaten, which becomes soaked with water, will become unclean. Anything drinkable in any such vessel will become unclean. Anything their carcass may fall on will become unclean. An oven or small stove must be smashed to pieces. They are unclean, and they will stay unclean to you. However, a spring or a cistern which collects water will be clean. But one who touches the creature's carcass will be unclean. Now, if such a carcass falls on any sowing seed which is to be sown, it is clean. But if water is put on the seed and such a carcass falls on it, it is unclean to you. Edible Land Animals now, if an animal that you may eat dies, whoever touches its carcass will be unclean until the evening. One who eats from its carcass must wash his clothes and be unclean until the evening. And whoever carries its carcass must wash his clothes and be unclean until the evening. Every swarming thing that swarms on the land is detestable. It must not be eaten. You must not eat anything that crawls on its belly or anything that walks on all fours or on any number of legs of all the swarming things that swarm on the land, because they are detestable. Do not make yourselves detestable by any of the swarming things. You must not defile yourselves by them and become unclean by them. For I am the Lord your God, and you are to sanctify yourselves and be holy because I am holy. You must not defile yourselves by any of the swarming things that creep on the ground. For I am the Lord, who brought you up from the land of Egypt, to be your God, and you are to be holy because I am holy. This is the law of the land animals, the birds, and all the living creatures that move in the water, and all the creatures that swarm on the land, to distinguish between the unclean and the clean, between the living creatures that may be eaten and the living creatures that must not be eaten. New Testament reading. Mark chapter 5 verses 1 through 20. Healing of a demoniac. So they came to the other side of the lake, to the region of the Gerasenes. Just as Jesus was getting out of the boat, a man with an unclean spirit came from the tombs and met him. He lived among the tombs, and no one could bind him anymore, not even with a chain. So his hands and feet had been bound with chains and shackles. But he had torn the chains apart and broken the shackles in pieces. No one was strong enough to subdue him. Each night and every day among the tombs and in the mountains, he would cry out and cut himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran and bowed down before him. Then he cried out with a loud voice, 
Leave me alone, Jesus, Son of the Most High God. I implore you, by God, do not torment me. For Jesus had said to him, Come out of that man, you unclean spirit. Jesus asked him, What is your name? And he said, My name is Legion, for we are many. He begged Jesus repeatedly not to send him out of the region. There on the hillside, a great herd of pigs was feeding, and the demonic spirits begged him, Send us into the pigs, let us enter them. Jesus gave them permission. So the unclean spirits came out and went into the pigs. Then the herd rushed down the steep slope into the lake, and about 2,000 were drowned in the lake. Now the herdsmen ran off and spread the news in the town and countryside, and the people went out to see what had happened. They came to Jesus and saw the demon-possessed man sitting there, clothed and in his right mind, the one who had the legion, and they were afraid. Those who had seen what had happened to the demon-possessed man reported it, and they also told about the pigs. Then they began to beg Jesus to leave their region. As he was getting into the boat, the man who had been demon-possessed asked if he could go with him. But Jesus did not permit him to do so. Instead, he said to him, Go to your home and to your people and tell them what the Lord has done for you, that he had mercy on you. So he went away and began to proclaim in the Decapolis what Jesus had done for him, and all were amazed. Hebrews chapter 13 Brotherly love must continue. Do not neglect hospitality, because through it some have entertained angels without knowing it. Remember those in prison as though you were in prison with them, and those ill-treated as though you too felt their torment. Marriage must be honored among all, and the marriage bed kept undefiled, for God will judge sexually immoral people and idolaters. Your conduct must be free from the love of money, and you must be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you, and I will never abandon you. So we can say with confidence, The Lord is my helper, and I will not be afraid. What can people do to me? Remember your leaders, who spoke God's message to you. Reflect on the outcome of their lives and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do not be carried away by all sorts of strange teachings, for it is good for the heart to be strengthened by grace, not ritual meals, which have never benefited those who participated in them. We have an altar that those who serve in the tabernacle have no right to eat from, for the bodies of those animals whose blood the high priest brings into the sanctuary as an offering for sin, are burned outside the camp. Therefore, to sanctify the people by his own blood, Jesus also suffered outside the camp. We must go out to him, then, outside the camp, bearing the abuse he experienced. For here we have no lasting city, but we seek the city that is to come. Through him, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God that is, the fruit of our lips, acknowledging his name. And do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for God is pleased with such sacrifices. Obey your leaders and submit to them, 
for they keep watch over your souls and will give an account for their work. Let them do this with joy and not with complaints, for this would be no advantage for you. Pray for us, for we are sure that we have a clear conscience and desire to conduct ourselves rightly in every respect. I especially ask you to pray that I may be restored to you very soon. Benediction and Conclusion Now may the God of peace, who by the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead the great shepherd of the sheep, our Lord Jesus, equip you with every good thing to do his will, working in us what is pleasing before him through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever. Amen. Now I urge you, brothers and sisters, bear with my message of exhortation, for in fact I have written to you briefly. You should know that our brother Timothy has been released. If he comes soon, he will be with me when I see you. Greetings to all your leaders and all the saints. Those from Italy send you greetings. Grace be with you all. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Gracious and righteous and holy God, we are thankful for your word and we are thankful for you. We are thankful, O God, that you deliver us and you still have deliverance power. Though we may feel and be in very real bondage, in a physical sense and in a spiritual sense, you have come to set the captives free. And so, God, right now, we lift up to you any burdens, any weights, any chains that we feel within our life. And we ask you, O oh God, to be the bondage breaker, to be the great deliverer. As you've reminded your people frequently in the Old Testament, that you are the God who brought them out of Egypt. You are the God that delivers. And as we think about our own lives, we are filled with gratitude for all the ways that you have delivered us from grace to greater grace. Thank you, Deliverer and Redeemer God, that you have your hand on us and that you are guiding us through, that you are setting us free, that you are indeed breaking bondages in our life. We pray, O oh God, that we also might be imitators of God, that instead of applying chains and burdens to others, that we are about the business of justice and mercy that we might be found setting the captives free, that we might be deeply empathetic towards those who are locked away in a physical sense and in an emotional and spiritual sense, O oh God, that we would never see ourselves as better, that as we are reminded in your word today that we ought to take on this deep, deep empathy. God, grant us empathy and grant us deep gratitude and contentment for what you have done for us and what you will continue to do. It is in your name that we pray. Amen and amen. The First Nations Version is a translation of the New Testament that captures the simplicity, clarity, and beauty of native storytellers in English, while remaining faithful to the original language of the Bible. Here a reading from one of this week's passages, Hebrews chapter 10, verses 21 through 23. Since we have such a great chief holy man, 
who was headman of Creator's Family Lodge, let us draw near with honest hearts, trusting fully in what the Chosen One has done. For our hearts have been washed clean from guilt and shame, and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us get a firm and steady hold on this hope we say is ours. For the One who made the promise to us can be fully trusted. Whether you are native or not, you will experience the scriptures in a new way. As a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code THE WORD. That's promo code T H E W O R D at ivpress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee.